0: Welcome to another episode of the Embracing Chaos podcast. I'm so excited to share with you the conversation I had with my best friend and longest time friend, Bethany Davis. She has a wonderful story about how God has constantly brought her through in her life, and I'm excited for you to listen. Hey bestie Bethany, how are you today? (laughs) I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, just fine. So let's tell people how we know each other. How do we know each other? (laughs) Oh, uh, let's see. We've known each other since even before we were born. I know. So Bethany is the longest friend I have. Our moms were best friends and were pregnant at the same time. And Bethany was born in October. I was born in November. And so we were literally womb mates, (laughs) We were. as we like to say yes <laughs> so I mean, that's our talk- backstory yep. going on 32 years of pure bliss <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. oh man okay so tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do uh
1: so i am a special education teacher at a high school um, but i taught english for seven years at a middle school Um, I kind of have always known that I wanted to be a teacher because I like to help people and I feel like my biggest strength is listening. Uh, I also have a fabulous husband um, who is very much like Nicole. He's go, go, go (laughs) all the time, which is probably why I like him so much. Yep.
0: And Andrew's a lot like you, just chill
1: and amazing. (laughs) Uh, And we have two kids. A four-year-old and a two-year-old, and they are a handful, but I they're just so funny. I just love them so much.
0: Of and course, so adorable. <laughs> but I mean, I can say it too, that they're adorable. Yeah. And we've always lived like Bethany lives in Colorado, and so when we ended up there, we still we were like, what? Two hours away?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you live down in Denver and we live up or in the tuna. mountains.
0: Yeah. And even two hours away, it was so hard with schedules and kids and snow and all the things to actually okay. see each other. I hated that.
1: Yeah. It, it was a miracle when we could finally actually
0: hang out. So speaking of houses, even though I didn't just say houses, (laughs) (laughs) I was visualizing one (laughs) when I was thinking about the drive to your house, but what are some trials that you have faced in the last few years that have shaped your view of God? So uh,
1: the biggest thing that happened to me is so three months after we had race, um, we decided to remodel our kitchen. Uh, which ended up turning into one of the hardest, most difficult times in my life. Uh, We learned that we had asbestos in pretty much everything. um, And we had knocked down an entire wall and the asbestos was everything so bad. They considered it a spill, like a toxic spill So we had to, like our house turned into one of those um, where it got like covered in like a plastic tarp and we had to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars to get our house fixed. And during that time, I ended up uh, losing, I I like to call it my breakup, um, but I lost uh, some really close friends of mine because... So and I, you know, had some depression, definitely didn't recognize it at first. It took me a long time to recognize that I was even depressed.
0: Yeah.
1: Um because just everything felt horrible. Yep. And so what finally kind of made me start figuring things out. So I'm a listener, I'm not a communicator, um even though I'm a teacher, which is so silly, but uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like I can't I don't communicate my feelings well. I guess I should say that. I've never been very good at communicating. Gotta pull it feelings. out of you. <laughs> yes, you really do. Um and it takes a lot. And that's one of the, the great things that came out of losing everything. I mean, I lost everything.
0: Yeah. I
1: finally have the perfect closet and I lost all of my clothes, all of my shoes. I had like 35 pairs of shoes and I lost all of them. I know me and you love our shoes. I know. And so, and I, you know, my kids lost all their things, which yeah. was really hard for my daughter. Cause she was three when this, ha- or no, she was two and a half when this happened and she still talks about it, which yeah. to me is kind of, you know, just shows me how much it affected her. Yeah. Um, but we, we lost everything. I mean, you, you could have put the stuff that we had left into a duffel bag um, <sighs> because the way asbestos works is it, it, it's, like little, it's like a fish hook. It just clings and they're microscopic um, and they get into your lungs. And actually, a lot of, of older people who in the 70s and 80s, they worked with asbestos a lot. Uh, that's why if your house was built in the 70s or 80s, you might have a Get it checked. <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, don't touch it. That's what we learned. Right. Don't oh touch my it. Gosh. So, and it causes health problems, you know, for those people yep. who are subjected to it.
0: And here uh, you were with two little kids. Yeah. Grace was just born practically, and then a two and a half year old, and you still had a full-time job. Yeah. So,
1: so okay, so this so this, I, um, and I listened to all your podcasts before and I can't remember who it was. I think it was maybe Brittany said this, that she, or maybe it was Lena, but she truly feels like everything happens for a reason. And I am very much that way. Um, you know, at the time, at the time, whenever you're going through it, it's so hard to see. And then hindsight 2020, it's like, oh, you know what, this happened because who knows like what health effects we could have had in the future or if our kids could have had something. And so it sucked. It sucked so bad. It did. Um, It was, you know, I, I was of my group of friends. I was the only one who had kids um, and I was one of the few who actually had a husband, only one other of my friends had a husband, so i'm you know I kind of yeah you know, they were still going out and doing things, um and so I got major fomo yeah you know, um which yep. I think was part of the the depression is this terrible thing was happening, my friends were doing their thing, which good on them, like but at the time it was right. like you know especially if you've had depression, you just think everything's against you or like, you know, like people, even though they, they aren't even thinking. You see the smallest
0: things like under a microscope that are just so small, but they're huge in your life. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I, you know, I was so, I've never liked crying in front of anybody. I, even my husband, um, I don't like to feel like I'm weak minded You know, I I just like I said, I have issues. I've always had communication issues, which thanks to this, I feel so much more able. Freer, to yeah. <laughs> people. But it's just you know, there's so many good things that also came out of this. I I don't think my marriage has ever been as strong. Yep. Um, as it is now. I mean, we tell each other absolutely everything, and the communication is so much better now because you know at the when I finally realized like I was depressed like this is depression I am depressed I remember going to my husband and just saying I think you know I think I'm depressed and he yeah. just he just hugged me and I just started bawling yeah you know I probably cried for about 20 minutes
0: still Which makes me huge for smell. you <laughs> <laughs> I mean let's just cry about it now good grief I can yeah. always cry <laughs> exactly <laughs> But yeah,
1: I cry about everything now because I realize it's such a good stress reliever to just yep. sometimes let it out yep. and to talk about things. And um, you know, it's funny because I feel like even though I lost some really close friends, I also I feel like re- my relationship with you has strengthened. Like, oh yeah, holy cow! You and I just came back and like we just. I don't
0: know. I just feel like you you and I communicate so well, much more than we I think do. a lot of, too, what happened is you went through hell, I went through hell, and it brought us closer together, too,
1: because yeah, we were
0: both were experiencing so much hard stuff. And not that this was the first hard thing that I went through. This was not the first hard thing that you've been through. But right. everything as a whole that you were walking through, there was just so many so many parts to this massive like (laughs) explosion of events and heartbreak and i was you know going through my own stuff but it was it was just a lot
1: and you and i have talked about this but i i truly feel that i have a guardian angel and for the longest time you know i used to say it was my grandma but you know god is clearly there yep he's when I needed help the most, he, he helped me open up. Yep. Um, he brought me closer to you. Yep. Yeah. See, I'm getting all emotional again.
0: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It's just so good because I've always been so tidbit for our listeners. I've always been the emotional like wreck (laughs) (laughs) and I'm not even like, I'm not even that emotional. I just have I don't even know, but every time I'm with you, it's always like my problems because you're the one that's always listening. So (laughs) it's so refreshing to be like, it's just normal. We all have crap. We all have stuff going on and we all just need to realize that it's better to talk about it and to get it out there. And I'm so glad you've come to that, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, uh, I still, you know, I always take responsibility for a lot of things, even when there's no way I could be responsible for it. But, you know, as a mom going through that, I Mm. think what really upset me the most and like this was different than other trials that I've gone through in my life because it was just me and Mm. I just had to worry about me. But then when you're a mom and you're a wife, it's like, yeah, these bad things are happening and you're responsible for your kids and you just feel like, what am I doing to my kids? You know, like, is, you know, how is this going to affect them?
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Um,
1: And you know, you try to talk to a a two, two, three year old, you know, and it's like, she doesn't really get it because her mind just can't comprehend it yet. But like, even now as she's four, she'll, she'll still bring these things up. And now that our house is all fixed and we fixed everything up, she's just like, well, it's okay. Cause I like this house better. Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs> and you're like, oh I, man. Okay, good. Maybe I need some of that. Thank you. thank you four-year-old for putting it into perspective. We now have a better house because of it. That's great. Oh my um, gosh. Do you think you'd be where you are now without a relationship with God? No, I really don't. Cause even when, so I think back to
1: college. Because uh, I did some really weird, uh, questionable things in college, as I think <laughs> people do. But a lot of the times, what stopped me was this like feeling in the in the pit of my stomach, like I should not be doing this. Um, And at the, again, at the time, you you know, you don't really recognize that you know he's he's pulling on you. He's he's trying to speak to you. um, through your gut instinct and again that's where I'd always say it that you know I sh- I'm so glad I didn't do that that was my guardian angel saying yep. hey listen up but you know it's it's him he's there so yeah so I did some you know college is a time to kind of figure yourself out uh, and I also think that God understands that yes um, he knows that we're going to make mistakes he understands like, I, you know, he expects it, I think, because I think he understands there's a growing process for us, you know, and I think there's a special relationship that he makes with everyone, you know, I, I'm still trying to figure that out, I'm still in a lot of this questioning phase, it's so funny, because when I told my husband I was doing this, you know, and we started talking about our relationships with God, and everything, and And he is, uh, you know, because of what what happened to his, his grandpa, Um, you know, he suffered for seven years Mm -hmm. Um, and his, his grandpa was a a minister, you know, he had a PhD and um, I still don't know what it is, but uh, (laughs) you know, he spoke at churches. He did, he did a lot, a lot of amazing work and he suffered a stroke and then a heart attack, and then he was stuck in a bed for seven years, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: RJ, my husband, sorry, my husband's name is RJ, has struggled with that a lot, Mm -hmm. Um, and he questions, like, if this is such a, you know, if God is supposed to be so forgiving, so great, why would he let one of his most, and his grandfather had his own issues, like, he was an alcoholic when he was younger, got um RJ's grandma pregnant at 19 they they weren't married yet so i mean he made his mistakes absolutely and you know, he found god in his own way through that as well so, you know everyone has i think those trials that leads them closer yeah. to god and he yeah. i mean this man was so close to god and so my husband struggles with that still and it gets really angry about it and so we talk about it all the time and we talk about it, you know, it's not our place to know. We can't understand those things.
0: I think you you hit that when you said trials that lead you closer to God, that is Mm -hmm. exactly like it is an, it is an individual personal relationship with God and through those trials that, you know, his grandfather was going through, that made him that much closer to the Lord and that much more um, understanding of God And then because of that, he's able to pour that out to his family and to his congregation and to people that he's around. And because of those trials, he's now reached this many more people for the kingdom of God. And so I get very angry. Obviously, you know this. (laughs) I've gotten really angry when things have happened to me because I just don't understand. Like, Teach me this some other way. But I think the thing that I always go back to is when Andrew said, if you don't question blessings, then why do you question heartache? Why do you question suffering? Why do you even question these things if you're not questioning why he's giving it? you so many good things, so many blessings, children and a husband and a home. And I have all these things and I'm not questioning it. I'm just like, Oh, yay. Thank you, God. This is so wonderful. Thank you. But I'm not like, why did you do this for me? (laughs) You know, but when that's exactly what we say, when trials happen, why, why did you do this, God? You have to say both if you're trying to make that argument. I think that's very true is you can't, you can't understand it. You can't, it's not something that maybe we'll ever know. Right. Yeah. That's an excellent
1: point. And I've never thought of it that way.
0: Me neither until Andrew said that after I got yeah. diagnosed with cancer.
1: <laughs> husband.
0: I was like, why is this happening to me? <laughs> and I was so mad about it. And then he was just like, bam. And I was, it just really right. helped me.
1: Yeah. And it, it really like when the good things are happening, Like even just right now, after talking with you, I'm just like, I have finally the job that I want. I have a house that I love. My kids are fabulous. My husband is teaches me way too much, but I love him to death (laughs) because he keeps me grounded and everything. And, you know, it's, I have so many things to be thankful for. So many, and really in the, in the long, like looking at the timeline of my life, there's always been way more good than there's been bad, you know? So, and I, I know like, okay, I, I I even think like, all right, what's, what's my next, what's my next trial that I'm going to, you know, he's going to make me conquer because that's what we're doing is he's just pushing us to be better and to, to conquer and to, you know, put us in places
0: to meet the pe- the right people at the right time. Does that um, bring you fear when you think about that? Like, mm-mm. does that make you fearful at all? Like what is your next trial? No, I mean, call Okay. Me tell ignorant. me how, because I get so
1: fearful. How do you do so, that? So, call, call me ignorant, but I, I always feel that everything is going to turn out the way it's supposed to turn out. It because of that. Yeah. And I think it, And maybe I am ignorant, but I I honestly feel that everything will be okay, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. and maybe, maybe, yeah, if I was ever diagnosed with cancer or if somebody I knew was and it was like, no, they have no chance, then yeah, I'll probably start questioning again, but maybe that's because he wants me to.
0: So what do you think you would tell other people who are doubting God or in that stage right now of just a lot of heartache and trying to understand him?
1: I would say it's okay. Don't lose sight of, I mean, he's always going to be there for you. Yeah. So don't lose sight of that. Yep. I think it's okay to question. You should like, you should have a firm grasp of your understanding your belief your faith your love for him so i mean let's be real when you are first in a relationship or in your when you're first in your marriage and you there's you go through a rocky time and you're like is this really who i'm with right now like it was the best choice for me um you know what i'm saying like (laughs) and it's like yeah it he is and because of all these trials that RJ and I have gone through, like, I feel more sure than ever that yeah. he is the man for me. Like, yes. meant to be my husband and God brought him to me at the right time in my life.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because you know how there's a, the three three degrees of separation or whatever it's called? Six. What degrees. are they so again? There's this theory that before you truly meet someone, you've actually met them like so many times already.
0: Ooh, no. You know what I'm talking about? Maybe.
1: So (laughs) well, RG and I figured out like later on in life that cause his sister went to my high school, but he went to a different high school. But I ended up meeting him, not realizing that I had met him three years before we even started dating. You know, but I didn't forgot
0: about that.
1: Yeah, but I didn't recognize that. Wait,
0: that happened three times?
1: Yeah, we, we were in this, at least in the same vicinity or same okay. facility yeah, because of sports, of course, right, but right. you know, we were, um, because of his sister, I knew his sister, um, and I would go and one of my That's friends crazy. played basketball with his sister. And so there were three different times that we were actually like, you know, in, and I was actually introduced to him at one point, oh <laughs> but didn't, you know, I was like, Oh, Hey, whatever, you know, cause right. You know, and he was like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. That's and was so like, oh, crazy. Gosh, isn't that funny? Like, God knew that that was not the right time for us to, like, make yep. that connection. You yep. know, it was later on. And then, as you know, we met through his cousin because mm-hmm. uh, I was friends with his cousin who ended up marrying my roommate. And even then, it was like we hadn't met until they were together for a year. You know, and so it was like it took
0: so, you know what I mean? Know. Like he, yep. knows,
1: he knows he what's knows what's going on. Yeah. And he knows when it's the right time yeah. for things to happen.
0: Yeah. And you've always been a low stress person and yeah. non-drama and um like calm down people. <laughs> <laughs> so you've always been that for me too, is I know you'll always listen. But I know you're not about the drama and just dumb stuff that doesn't matter, which I've always looked up to you for that because it makes me check. Like, right before I'm going to tell you something, I'm like, actually, this doesn't even matter. I don't, who cares? Like, don't even, like, maybe I shouldn't even bring it up. Like, I'm dropping it for the rest of my life (laughs) because I'm just, I don't know. You've always been like a good gauge for me with those things. Well, I always end the show by giving you a few minutes to share what you're passionate about or if there's anything you're working on just so that we can stay posted with you. So, I mean, right now with this COVID,
1: all schools are online that has taken up a lot of my time, like more time than I thought it would just being a teacher. But I... Oh gosh, I don't even know if I want to share this yet. So you, I think I've told you, I've written two like kids' stories. Um, and then I'm also in the process of hopefully writing like a fantasy type novel. Because I just like, I like telling stories. I think stories yeah. are, they're the best. Because sometimes life isn't great. Yeah. And it's nice to like escape
0: into a book. into
1: your own brain through yeah. reading. Maybe it's because I'm a teacher, but I just love reading and, but I don't know. We'll see if anything comes to that. That's exciting. Otherwise, I'm just, you know, I got a puppy to post about and some (laughs) adorable children. So that's my life. That's
0: right. And I love that. (laughs) Oh, puppies. Oh gosh. Well, thank you so much for taking time to do this with me. And as always, I'll see you on Marco Polo. (laughs) And thank you listeners for tuning in again and hope you guys have a great week. You've been listening to another episode of the Embracing Chaos podcast. Thanks so much guys for joining and for being so supportive and loving. As always, feel free to rate me, subscribe, find me on Instagram, Facebook, all the things, and hope you guys have a great week.